guys, we got not only one, but two people up in here with me tonight. Over here, you know him, you love him, Cinematic Sorcerer, Solar Gray. Hey, how you guys doing out there? Solar Gray, the Cinematic Sorcerer, coming at you from the Wizards Tower today, uh, talking about Hotlanta. Hotlanta <laughs> and French film. <laughs> Uh, and in the bottom square, you know him, all right? The king of the south, all right? <laughs> the king hey, of the man, south, but with less with less legal drama. One <laughs> half of dynamic duo of the south, Keith Cooper of Blurtish. I just want to make sure T.I. don't have that trademark and don't sue me. But yes, I'm happy to be here. I ain't say it. But uh, <laughs> that was not keep Cooper blurtish. But uh, anyway, but yeah, I'm ready to talk about this. And who knows, man? Uh, maybe even after we talk this episode, we might. I feel like we need another episode to just wrap up the insanity of season three. But we'll get there. <laughs> I feel like we yeah. need like a panel, panel. Yeah, we. Because <laughs> yeah, season season three has been the craziest season of atlanta so far and and they changed the format which was the thing it was like half the episodes were about the boys and the other half was just stories from the world of atlanta you don't want to live here yeah (laughs) well i mean if you black i would say they expanded (laughs) upon the format they got to the ultimate form of their format yeah, because season two, we got little glimpses of this. Yeah, this is the season two on steroids in a way. It went ultra instinct on us. Yeah, this was way past Robin season, y'all. Way past Robin season. Because, you know, it, I mean, it's just the the level, the the level of um of surrealism in this one. Like on the um on the first episode with Van. When she went to that funeral, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm like, okay, there's the weirdness I was expecting. All right, cool. But every episode past that, it's like, oh, oh, oh. This, All right, yeah, yeah. I'm just, yeah. So I have never seen a show that is three seasons. But in a way, it's three distinct shows that all connect. I actually started my rewatch. And if y'all go back, if you <laughs> go back and rewatch, please rewatch season one. <laughs> the first episode is going to have traces of what's going on this season. Everything with Paperboy kind of connects. Mm-hmm. It's how mm-hmm. what he's mentally going through. Yeah. And earns aggression, all that stuff, whatever. But it yes, definitely rewatch different seasons. Uh, and I don't know. I got a feeling season two is gonna always be my favorite. Cause there's something about season two when it was done and where I was at in my life. And uh, yeah. it's always gonna be a Robin season. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, um, I big shout out to the chat. Jenna James, Nisa's up in here. The average black guy. Nice to see you. And of course, Tracy Lee. And Tyler Bennett. Nice to see y'all sunshiny faces. I got a question for everyone. Um, I put it up in the chat. Can you trust 
a baguette wielding woman. Like, can you really? just, <laughs> if, if, see a, if you see a woman roll up on the set with a French baguette, all right, and, and it's in the back, it's in her back like it's a sword. Yeah. <laughs> that is the key. She's walking around with it like a ninja sword or a samurai sword. Like, I had a feeling. <laughs> I didn't see it coming, but I had a feeling something was coming about the bread. But honestly, I want to, if anybody from our Facebook group, somebody actually did some weird deep dive thing about what the translation of the bread and all that means. And, and basically, it translated to pain. That she's carrying her pain around. Yeah, it's pain. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah, she's carrying her pain. <laughs> that is wild, man. Yeah, but that that is that is some her. next level writing, but I expected nothing nothing less from Donald Glover. Um, yeah, I gotta say, like, one, in regards to in, in regards to the poll, I'm with what's her name, man. You know what? I, the wait for the bread, <laughs> the wait was worth gotta, it. Gotta, it was you know, absolutely worth it. But, um, but <laughs> maybe she don't feel French without. Yeah, she called it like maybe it's security bread. Now, it I is know, security bread. With it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's definitely security bread. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad that um that the climax hit up because I ain't gonna lie. I didn't know what I was watching for a half a minute. I'm like, wait a second. We had the surreal not having to do with Paperboy, Ern, and my boy Darius on this one last week. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot. Vanessa is there, isn't she? All right, all right. I guess we're going to have a Vanessa-centric episode. Vanessa is somewhere in Europe. Head, we don't know yeah. where she is. Like, whenever we see her, we just be like, oh, okay. Yeah, but the first thing that hit my head was, why she got Amelie haircut? Like, I thought they were kind of going for a, it's not Van, but French people are just so weird, like weird and welcoming when you're there. Yeah, you know what I mean? I thought it wasn't Van for a minute. It was like, oh yeah, the week. But uh, yeah. so there you go, callback. But I, I got to <laughs> say, this back. episode gave me a little bit of, uh, a little bit of warm feels because What's her name? The the old girl that was there to pee on a dude. Oh um, yeah, um, was uh the one uh Candace, Candace, uh, yes, Candace. It was Candace, Shanice, and help me out, y'all. It's Candace, Shanice, and someone else. Yeah. Um. Well, either way, though, Candace, I hate Candace. I I'm I hate her. But she kind of turned um, it around in the end. That that's what I'm talking about. I mean, like when I saw her, I'm like, oh no, 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 not her, not her. All right, um, because seriously, I watch Champagne Poppy, but I remember she was like the villain of that episode, bro. I have she known wasn't really the villain. She's just kind of like, like she just kind of like left her. Like, uh, yeah. no, I, I will say villain. I will say someone that's so caught up in what they doing and doing their jam that they have no regards for how their actions affects other people. And the fact that she would always lure Van into being the wingman for the ugly dude, I'm like, nah, man, you can walk, girl. Just just walk, you go, <laughs> you know? Did, she did kind of mess over Van, but. That's when Van found out that Drake was Mexican. <laughs> huh? 
and um and it was her that pressured <sighs> Vanessa into smoking the weed, which eventually lost her her job as the Very teacher. True. Mm-hmm. That, you know, yeah. So yeah, I'm just sitting up going, oh no, her. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So I liked in this episode that this whole episode, she was like, no, this ain't right. This is uncomfortable. And when in that French accent, Van went up one de- up one side of her and down the other, I'm like, Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. You gotta be put in your place. Because Homegirl, Homegirl was chilling out there jet setting. Like she wasn't there to pee on somebody. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's she was out there, like she was out there because she was the V uh the VP of communications for Verizon or something like that. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it like, no, <laughs> it's because you're nasty. Now, hey, if you want to be nasty, fine, be nasty. And you know what? But if you, you don't talk about it at the cafe, all right? You well, don't talk, you know. You know, you know. I ain't even, walking around like, yeah, I'm about to pee on somebody. Ha, ha. No, I ain't <laughs> even on that tip. I'm like, you know what? Live your life. Do what you're going to do. But don't look down on other people because they ain't got what you got. And that's what she was doing. That whole, um, yeah, that, that episode, Coffee and what was it called? Champagne oh, and champagne poppy. Uh, champagne yeah, champagne poppy. Pop- yeah. yeah, when she was doing that, like trying to talk down on Earn, saying, you know, well, he's stepping out on you and all that stuff. And it's like, you don't even know. You have no you, idea. You've been jet setting with basketball players. Like, who are you to come in here you know what? around y'all, the world telling Ben that her stuff is all messed up? And not to say that it wasn't, but it's like, you know. So, Solar, yeah. you have convinced me. You're going to make <laughs> me break my order. I'm going to go watch Champagne Poppy the next episode. But I'm, I'm just going to skip I think it's season two. I gotta watch Champagne Poppy now, because that because as Atlanta has proven, you gotta watch these things in like couplets or triplets of episodes yes. to get <laughs> finished arcs, character arcs or progression, <laughs> if you will, in a yeah. weird way. It's like if they instead of releasing a comic book one month, they release it a year later, and it's back <laughs> to this story, and they're not even. Episode. Yeah, and they're not even polite to put that little box at the bottom of the screen going, um, season two, episode four, love DG. You know, none like that. <laughs> not love DG, though. <laughs> but you know how they used to do in the 80s? They would give the reference, and then you get a I nice know. little letter from the writer, you know. And shout out to all the people who don't know how to watch a show like this, who still, there's still a few. We kind of ran them out of the group. You know? Yeah, we, we got it. I'm happy <laughs> Shouts out to the group. Shouts out to the group. You know, matter of fact, hold on. I want to give a big shout out. <laughs> I want to give a big shout out to Marquita Lestar and Shade yes. Sellers because they're both dope. I started this. I started this show with them. They couldn't make it this season, but uh, look, y'all. Okay. If y'all remember season one into Atlanta, I was chilling. With the whole the whole term of Shea Butter Queen, which I'm about to bring up in a second, Shea Butter Queen, that came from Sade. Sade made that up. She made up Shea Butter Queen. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Sade. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> shouts out to them because, you know, I mean, hey, that, that's how it is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, man. Tyler Bennett, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why Tyler Bennett. He going no, off. Tyler's quoting like four different episodes. You know, punching yeah, down my people, stunting on my culture. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> or should I say, he is not a man, he is a ghost. Love. He haunts me. All right, so yeah. I'm going I'm to jump around because this episode jumps around. I mean, that's how we do in the barbershop. <laughs> um, shouts out to sprinkling crack on some white people, though. Because, see, usually it happens to black folk. Sprinkle a little crack on you. I mean, and it's been, it's been proven. I don't know if people remember the cop that got caught out there. No, one from Jersey and one from Baltimore that caught got caught out there literally just dropping drugs yeah. in somebody's car. Like, like oh, they, they, do it, they do it all the time, the time, yeah. So, but you know what? I couldn't help but today, back to today we got we got the white man back. I, I couldn't help but think of Chappelle's uh, first stand up. You know, it's like, yeah. oh man, the dude from True Blood is dancing naked in the living room. Sprinkle a little crack on him. All right, let's get out of here. I mean, she put a full line on the. She was like, no, and then she she dumped out the bag. Like, dude, was like, she was sprinkling that like I salt my steak, man. She was man, just like a little like, bit of that. A little bit yo, of loud. She put the down and everything. There was an orgy of evidence in there. It's like, oh man. But as you can see, she was just like, go up there, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to call the cops. You know? So, I mean, he's all right. Yeah. I mean, he did all right. <laughs> yeah, oh, and um, the, uh, the, the tall lady, her name was Kosa. Was it? I think, yeah, uh, Kosa. Uh, average black guy put it in there. Thank you, yeah. thank you. Yeah, the, the, the whole crew kind of had a, had a vibe kind of like, Almost kind of like Earn and and Darius and Paperboy, kind of. Kind of, yeah. It was like it yeah. was like the ladies' night version of, <laughs> of the crew. I'm but, gonna be honest. All right. <laughs> Do you feel like this? I, I know I'm setting myself up because I don't think I don't think there's gonna be any spinoffs, anything. But if there was a spinoff. Mm-hmm. Can you see a version of it with yes. ladies? <clears throat> yes. Either with this crew or the crew that mobbed on Drake's house. Well, let's just say this crew. Yeah. I still want I still want an anthology series. But if you know, I see we can see we can get two series out of Atlanta if they wanted to be really crazy. Yeah. Give everybody one with Candace and them and have the Atlanta shenanigans and you kind of hit a reset. Then you can throw in people like Bibi the Barber that just kind of fill in the world. Just- <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. Yo, shouts to Bibi, yo. Yeah, I'm you glad you brought up Bibi because that's what this episode reminded me of. Yes. You know. Type of energy with Vans. <laughs> fill this up, and if you want to get back to the standard comedy, then you can have, like, the horror version or whatever else on the other side of life. Oh Maybe. man, that would honestly the horror version starring Darius. You know that means every episode is Teddy Perkins. All right, now <laughs> keep this. Jenna James said, "Nah, saw a lady version of this with Insecure." Now I'm gonna hurt a lot of feelings in a second. Uh oh, I'm gonna hurt a lot of feelings in a second. Jenna James, I feel you, and I'm glad you enjoyed Insecure. If you did, I'm glad I- everyone who enjoyed Insecure enjoyed Insecure. But Please this insecure send all emails to nerdsoul <laughs> at gmail.com. There's insecure and then there's Atlanta. Um there's levels to this. No diss to Issa Rae. I'm just saying there's levels. I'm insecure ain't on <laughs> it's just not there. Well, 
I, I think is, we're talking two different flavors uh, is the thing. I look at Insecure and I see sort of slice of life coming of adulthood type of thing. And mm-hmm. I see Atlanta and I see all that in the multiverse of madness. Yes. <laughs> Atlanta season, like the beginning, they both kind of started at the same time. I wouldn't say. Yeah, one, sort of, yeah. So I enjoyed them both greatly and. A lot of black people found a lot in both something, but I love and a lot of work. But <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna jump in a little bit with her soul on this one. The last season of Insecure let me down. It got I can see where it needed to end. I can see two more series out of Atlanta that could be great. That's the difference for me. Yeah, I can't I can't yeah. speak on this because I don't watch Insecure. Is the thing, you know, um, and I I watched one episode. No, I watched two episodes, and I was just like, it's not for me. Yeah, see that that, I wanted to watch Insecure. I really did. It's just it didn't grab me. You know what I mean? And I was all in on Atlanta because one, I love Donald Glover. You know, Black Geek. What's up? Uh, And second, I was promised that it was going to be weird. And I'm like, all right, not enough black people who get work are willing to get weird. They'll get clownish, they'll get hard, they'll get to church, but they won't get weird, you know. The, the weirdness of insecure no. comes from in, inside. Yes. But yes. Atlanta is yeah. just weird. Yeah. <laughs> it can just break reality at any moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And- Breaking that reality uh, comes in the breaking of a vase in the middle of some kind of... <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know why Shanice broke it. I have no idea. I like she, she was in. She, she was all in. As soon as man pulled out that baguette and you heard the thunk. She was like, oh man, I'm in it. It's just like what she said. Like, she there's nothing wrong with her. Out. She yeah. broke that joy. Yeah. And it was, like those, you know, there's nothing break, wrong with, yeah. Those action films where they just break stuff and they the music. Yeah, exactly. She was. Subtle things like that. Like, just reach into it. Like, what are you doing? Well, she, she was like, no, that one. That and don't break it. Just. Just put your hand. Yeah, she was she was all the way caught up in the moment because that the little dialogue that happened before that, where it was like, um, uh, or that happened after that, where it's like, no, nah, something's wrong with her. It's like I don't know, man. She looks like you know, let her live her life. It's like, no, nah, that ain't her. Yeah, it's like I'm having a good time. Whoever she is, I like her, <laughs> you know. And that was the whole thing. She just watched this woman almost curb a dude with a baguette. <laughs> and then Almost said, grab oh, she, what's oh, up she in the base, curved. and she's like, "Oh yeah, man, we here to make some noise." And it's like, "No, no, yeah. we're not here to make no. Just, just, just get the back. <laughs> you know, just, just get the back. people. Shout out to the French thugs who was doing it old school style with tire rods. <laughs> I just, just like they, they came out like an '80s gang. <laughs> like, <laughs> like who is the dude with the car? He just backed up. And like, hold on. <laughs> Yo, he literally backed up into the dude. She was going to run. I knew she was running. 
and see, he backed up in an old car. See, that's why that's why they put them cameras, them backup cameras in the uh-huh. car. Because people just <laughs> people just throw that joint in reverse and go. You can't do that. You gotta hit yeah. it with the, you know, you gotta hit it with the you gotta look back. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying if I'm a thug with a tire iron and somebody <laughs> in the car, I appreciate him doing what you should do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what? Uh, I here for a second. Yeah, you know, that's, um, I talk a lot about story structure, right? And everything that, uh, the biggest thing I love is something I learned from the guys from South Park, which is the but and therefore thing. You want to go do something, everything is going good, but you don't get a story until something goes wrong. And I'm like, oh, she's about to throw down with these three dudes, but pop in the back of the shot. (laughs) And then it's like, well, I was about to throw down with these women, right here for the name that they kept yelling out like when did she become when did she become omar from the wire i don't know because no. she walking by people throwing stuff out windows <laughs> calling her name <laughs> and um and then it's like oh this is gonna be oh no no all right <laughs> and that honestly i thought it was the perfect shot because when they turned back it wasn't they pan back and you see her start to run it's we're looking nah, at that. She was a full. She was a full track mode by the time you turn around. <laughs> and even the rest of the girls were like, "Hey, wait a minute, which?" Oh, damn. <laughs> and I was about to if if Van had finished this episode still in French mode, I'd have been like, "I right, here's my theory, y'all." Van <laughs> has been an agent in the CIA for years. Nobody knew. I all she's done. Is like take down <laughs> all she's done is take down different celebrities that you know the government didn't, you know what I'm saying, they didn't respect no more, or maybe had like underground ties. Because <laughs> Homegirl went up there, got rid of the got rid of the crack. I mean, sprinkled the crack, beat up a dude, and and then beat him up in a way where like she knew there were no repercussions. Like she she yeah. she went up in there, and she was like, clear the room so I can beat this dude down. Then, <laughs> then come just carrying hands, just seven hands. We don't even know where the hands came from. Like, did they get the hands safely? Like, maybe people that already died, they just took um, their hands. Or the are there people that's like walking around right now with like the Bruce Campbell stub, and and now they eating their hands? Well, see, you know, like, here's the thing. She knew what she was there to get, and that that's. This is part of like when I talk to the youngsters out there that want to be hard and gangster and all that stuff. I'm like, no, you don't know this world, you know, because people man knew she was going in there to get some black market stuff. So when it's like, no, nah, clear the room, I got to beat this dude down. He ain't calling the cops. What's he going to tell him? Oh, true. well, she bought some <laughs> severed hands from me for people to eat later. <laughs> and I shorted her on the delivery. So she beat me half to death with a baguette. <laughs> you know? Yo, I mean, she said she let that thing age and cure for like six months. <laughs> like and She did it with the most of pixie cut Bob weaves. I mean, weaves. So I was just like, what? See, it made me want to watch Amelie again because I'm like, is this what was like Amelie too? Is this is why she was so Ooh. just jolly? <laughs> you know, they, <laughs> it's like yeah, I'm running know. around. I love to love life, and oh, hang on, petit. Je le vois. I appreciate them again because I forgot because like what the girls are saying, like, oh, we want to get meet some locals, and it's like. 
you know, when you growing up, you didn't know, you know, they, they show you the little storybook version of Paris. But then you yep. start hearing about the slums of Paris. And it's like, yep. oh, they got the hood too. Okay, cool. Bro, they had the projects. Yeah, when she <laughs> rolled up, up, I was like, housing projects. Yeah, when she <laughs> rolled up, I was like, oh, they in the hood right there. That that's uh-huh. that. yeah. Even Shanisha, whoever looked around, she was like, <laughs> like this, this is like Candyman. <laughs> <laughs> I know better. <laughs> when I see this, <laughs> it's one way in and one way out. Nah, I know uh-huh. better than this. We need to roll. I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I've seen this movie before. <laughs> it's not. It's not my hood. No one from this hood knows me, and no one from uh-huh. this hood invited me. I need to chill. All right, yeah, I'm gonna go on. <laughs> I'm gonna go on back you know, to the street. When you roll in this wrong part of the hood, and you make the wrong turn, and you in your car, you know you don't get out, and everybody just like it's like a record scratch. They be like, "Who is that?" Mm. Like then everybody start like, "Wait, what? Who's that?" Oh, hey, hey, no, I'm just past through. You know, so it's Yo. like. Okay. Google. Bro, that record has been scratching on me since I was in the second grade. You know no. I feel you. Google did me dirty one time here in LA. I, I was going, I was going somewhere and I was going to to an event in Compton, but I missed the mm. I missed the uh I missed the exit. So I was like, cool, I'll just get off the next exit. Google will reroute me, right? Oh, Google my did poor reroute me. child. <laughs> Google did reroute me, but I'm going through this neighborhood. Driving through the neighborhood and see, the, LA doesn't LA doesn't have projects in the way that the East Coast does. It, it just okay. isn't like that. So, but I'm driving and like well, we couldn't build the, ours high because of earthquakes. See, that yeah, was the whole so thing. Like, Our spread. Our yeah. Spread so out. like I see bars on everybody's windows. So I'm like, uh, it's kind of weird. But I'm still kind of new to LA. I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh, it's weird. But let me just go uh, and get my ride on. So I come to this place where I don't, you have to like, it's like a sharp left turn. But when I'm coming up to it, I'm slowing down so I can make the turn. But when I look, there's a front yard full of butt naked, well, not, not butt naked. They just ain't got no shirt on. A whole bunch of Mexican dudes, super buff with no shirt on. Mm-hmm. I mad tattoos, lifting weights. I, and, they, and they all was like, I was like, <laughs> oh, you found yourself an imperial. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're on Southgate, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Back it up. Yeah. Literally sitting up, driving up, going, oh, man, what? I was like, I was like, let me go and make this turn real quick. Yo, I drove down that whole street in the rear view mirror like, all right, make sure y'all stay right where y'all at. <laughs> <laughs> for somebody you know? going nerd so come out to play no i get and, you i, I totally and that you. was you know that was the time when I, I that was the time when i was i was new to uh la and california in general and didn't um didn't have any uh safety with me um because i didn't know what's Cali will let you do. And Cali basically asks you have nothing. You can't have a slingshot out here. Well, if you're law-abiding. If yeah, you're a criminal, you can have whatever you want anyway. <laughs> yeah, if you're a criminal, you have whatever you want anyway. I can show you 11 places where you can buy anything. <laughs> so it's like, but to, but to, you know, to actually just own safety, you know, mm-hmm. legally, as is all of our rights to do, can't do that. And I'm like, well, but you know, it's kind of like that joke about Chris Rock about the people outside the club know you ain't got one. 
you know that's how it is, right? So, like, they just know you walk around. They know you ain't got nothing because because you a regular All citizen and follow the rules. In Louisiana, <laughs> they love. They don't mind you getting them, but they still gonna use it against you. I'm four four miles away, uh, or a couple miles away from. They're building a giant range USA gun range by me. I look like a nationwide thing. So, if you you know if you're into practicing, there you go. If you out yeah, this way. You know. Guys, no, you want to get your uh, practice on? Got to get your practice on. Yeah, can I do a <laughs> shout out to a uh, Deliberation Dolphin? Um, ah, they're saying LA poverty is a de facto institution. Um, yes, but we lie about it. <laughs> Everybody out here is poor. Everybody out here is poor and broke. But they're like, look at my lawn. Look, I drive a car. I've been living off credit cards since 1987, <laughs> and my great grandkids will never pay my debt. <laughs> You know, that, that's just, except in the hood, except in the hood, right. you know, in the hood, it's like, what? I just been saving up and paying for stuff. I ain't got credit, but ain't nobody looking for me. Yeah, there's, there, no. there's a whole lot of that. You'll find a whole lot of that. Once you go over to, once you go over to, into the valley, you'll see, you'll see a whole lot of that. Bruh, the valley is a, a totally Beverly different too. planet. <laughs> the, the valley, actually the valley has been cool since the Latinos pretty much became the majority. You know, because, yeah, Latinos today were like the brothers and sisters when my mom was growing up, you know, <laughs> where they're just like, no, nah, we mind our own business, but don't step on my lawn. <laughs> you step on my lawn, you will disappear. Just do your thing, homie. Do your thing. And you better not say, uh, you better not tell somebody to speak English. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to, I wanted to touch on the moment that we get between Candace and Van. Mm. I do think it was it was kind of like a reconciliation because we get we get kind of like a blow up and then a follow up for it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. she comes in and she like, look, what? Because you ain't in control. You ain't, you know, you ain't you ain't above me now. You you know. So she did tell her all because homegirl, you know, she has to be the, I guess, the leader of the pack. You know, mm-hmm. if she's not the leader of the pack, then you know something's wrong. Um, so she did check her on that, but then they they did come together, and I like that we we saw some growth for both of them. Yes, so, so that, was, that was nice. It was nice yes. to see some yes. some development between those two. Was legit worried, like I know you, Van. Like <laughs> this ain't you. you. I ain't never seen you beat so nobody down. Uh, quasi. Uh, you know, hit her over here in Paris. What are you doing? <laughs> well, you know, in Hollywood, there's, a, there's a saying of uh, you can't be famous where you're from. <laughs> so, um, mm, yeah. and I, I do very much like the dichotomy of Van on this one because it wasn't just she came up with this new personality, she was in magazines, yeah, she was almost on billboards. It was like, like she got she her groove in this, she <laughs> her life. Like I'm saying, how long has she been here? Yeah. Although, um, the inspiration for the break um, and the follow-up when they're sitting on the bench and talking, I'm like, that okay, that's why y'all are friends. That's why y'all are friends. I'm like, okay, cool. Because Van has been a trouble character for me for all three seasons. Because she's such she a she seemed okay in season one. Like she, no, she seemed one, she, she okay. seemed the most the most well adjusted out of all of them. 
See, that's the thing. I see the well-adjustedness, but I also saw her trapped in scars, you know, where it was like, um, yeah, um, the whole dynamic between her and Earn, where she was all about right now, right now, we need money right now. We need to do this stuff right now. And it's like, um, it's what Earn brought up uh, by the end of season two, like, Poor people can't make investments. We can't play the long term. And Van was all about that. <clears throat> but you could see she always wanted something more. But we never really knew what she was like. She was more of an archetype. An archetype and something for Ern to really fawn over. And every episode that we saw her, she was just there. It was like all of the questions that she has and the character growth that we watch her sort of reach for is always internal and not on screen. And I was having a problem with that because the anger was external, but everything behind it was always way behind the page. You know what I mean? But you did see that. that that's why now that we know, we know that Champagne Poppy is where fan really wanted something. Yeah, she couldn't get it, and it's just like the tables kind of turned where Ern really needed to rely on her to get this this going. Because Ern was like in, in episode one, it's like I got to do it my way, or I'm just not going to do nothing. Like, and you know, he had to figure it out as he went along. Now he's successful, so he's able to balance her out and Lottie. But Ern just, I mean, Van is kind of like playing Ern's first. The, the tables just turned from yeah. season one, where she's mm. like, Earn in season one, where she's like, I don't know what I want, but yeah. this ain't it. But yeah. she just didn't realize how maybe broken she had to go, you know, was or something. She didn't realize her, her mental breakdown was coming. All right, hold she up. Uh, Keith, you're going robot again. So just like jump out and jump back in and see if that, but uh, yeah. The, the yeah I'd agree she is kind of like hitting that moment kind of aligned with your boy Earn mm-hmm. and I think it's necessary it's necessary because we we've all known like hey look yo well, is she alright? Yeah. <laughs> like, well that was the thing uh, in the previous seasons I saw glimpses of that in the episode where they did that Oktoberfest. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, all right, what's up with her? Let, let's let's delve a little deeper into this character. And it was they almost out like to... Zazzy Beats looked at me through the screen and said, no. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, cool. But this episode, we finally get a really good scaffolding for the Vanessa character. You know, we get... um we finally got something to hang the other two, the rest of the episodes on. Cause this whole season, it's like, she's there, but she's not there, but she's there. And I mean, like she's there, but she's not there. And she pushing people in pools and helping people Which, kill themselves. I am still fine with the pool pushing. And I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed the ride up until the, like I enjoyed this episode, but you know, I didn't know if Van was breaking down, but some did seem off. But I wasn't quick to like, you know, I don't know, some so I see some people just 
ready to want to like, I don't know, crucify or something. It's like, no, Van needs help as yeah. anybody would. And it's just like, there's some things going on. Well, yeah. You know, and I got I was, that. I got that. Yeah, I was, that. Yeah, I was with Darius in that, oh, okay, I'm with Darius in every episode. But I was with Darius when Van got there and he just looked at her flat out like, why are you here? And Because yes. over the past two seasons, everything out of her mouth at Earn was Lottie needs, Lottie needs, Lottie needs, yeah. Lottie needs, Lottie needs. And then this season, she, poof, she's in Europe. What's up and with Lottie? Lottie became <laughs> the baby. Lottie became the baby in power that like just disappeared. I don't know if y'all, if any of y'all watched power, they had, they had like an infant, right? That just like disappeared. We was like, yo, where's the baby at? Like y'all like I'm going to jail, people getting shot. Where is the baby? Yeah, like, grandma. It was just like there was like grandma got the baby. Don't ask no questions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't worry about it. She yeah, got it. yeah. I mean, sir, it was like all right. So I get that from the production end. Yeah, lot, uh, getting a toddler to do the whole thing. I get all that. I even get the contractual thing of we're filming this whole season in Europe, and Van decided not to go. Okay, I get that. Oh God, we got to hire Zazie though. <laughs> um, so what we gonna write for her character i don't know but she got to be in europe you know what i mean I, I i get all that but the open end of the story that was closed off in this episode finally was like you were all about that kid in the first two seasons and you were like almost holding urn back from what he's doing in the name of the kid and now all right, well, Ern's off doing his thing, so forget the kid. Blah, blah, blah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go have a burger in Prague, you know. And I'm just kind of going, well, what's up know. with that? I'm gonna say this. I wouldn't say she was holding him back. She was hella concerned though, because she was like, mm. I heard you have dropped out of school. You ain't really reliable. Well, like, it, I say holding back to- in the same way that our people tends to hold each other back. You know, if you want to be an artist or an entertainer or something that nobody in your neighborhood knows, you know, uh, have a career that none of your people know anybody who does, then that's unattainable. The world won't let you. So just take the job Mm. in the post office. Just just be the garbage man. Just do that. Don't try and be a stockbroker. You may as well be trying to say astronaut, you know. Um, Hey, look. I've been well, an entertainer my whole life. Y'all do comics. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And it's like, I know you're cons- you're afraid for me failing, but your fear of that failure is actually keeping me from succeeding, mom, grandma, girlfriend. You know, this cool. this so that that that's why I'm saying like she was holding Earn back in the name of Lottie. Like you know, well, she needs formula. She's going to need this. She needs her father around, not traipsing in the world with a rapper. And it's like, do you not know that if I do this, her college is paid for type of thing? And, and then and as soon as, yeah. To go on that, it was never, it was never really framed like he was a bad dad. It was just yeah. more like he wasn't no. bringing in the money that Van wanted. Yeah. So, and you know, I mean, hey guys, I, I know you know everybody has their their you know uh, I guess standards or expectations for what their partner will do. But you also got to remember, like uh, 
life happens. Like, you know, you yeah. can be chilling to have a good job and just get laid off. Like, yeah. that in-run stuff, that Tyco stuff can happen. Like, this get, or you can be in a car accident and be out of commission for six months. You know what I mean? It can happen. A corporate like, merger or, making your job redundant. Or <laughs> that can happen anyway. Friends make you smoke weed and you wind up losing your job. <laughs> Well, she didn't make her smoke weed. Well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Something you in to try to keep up with the Joneses and you fell for it like mm-hmm. a devil. And then you lose things. So, yeah. Yeah, very a lot of faults. But I will say this I don't care that she stole, if she did steal the weed, I don't care. I, so many people were harping on that weed for some reason, like just around in the groups and social media. I'm like, yeah. The point is, was the wig, y'all? Like, who cares? Like, is not. It was about the white woman thinking she had the authority to sit on somebody to be like, "Yo, she wait. grabbed her." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Whoa, ho, 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 ho. Like, hold then, up!" Now, I will say my my expectations. I, I I was like, when he said my fiance, I was like, "That's what I'm talking about. Get your woman." That's what I'm talking about. Get your woman. That's your girl. <laughs> All right. And then when and then when they had their night together, I was like, oh yeah. Hashtag it's black love. That's right. You know what I'm saying? We here. You know what I'm saying? We up here. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's uh, but and then he and wakes then, up and she gone. I'm like, man, she could have at least left five bucks on the nightstand if she gonna be like that. She chose the baguette instead of the ball. You know what I'm saying? She, <laughs> she gotta go be some beat. She gotta go slay dope. I don't know. She gotta, yeah. she gotta frame people with, with crap. <laughs> Yo, yeah. I mean, she came in that joint. She just slid the table off, threw a like, she just dumped a whole bunch of <laughs> and then was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> like, all right, y'all, peace. Um I do want to say uh, shouts out to Kosa and Shanice for being the most go along with whatever happens kind of friends. Like Bro, Kosa was like, she was like, you want to get naked? All right, work. You know what? No, they they doing they doing what more people need to do on vacation, where it's like. I've seen way too many people leave their comfortable environment to go to another environment to complain all day about how where they are in like where they live. Mm. And they were just like, you know what? We here. Okay, no, this is looking a little bit like the project. What is up with that bread? I don't know, but I mess with it now. You know, <laughs> and then it went yeah, like bread real. Thanks. Yeah. All right. All right. She's with Alex Skarsgård. Love that dude in True Blood. All right. You know what? I'm just <laughs> with it. I'm well, just with I didn't it. think it was going. He was going to be himself, but they was like, "Oh, I love you, I love you, true." But I just, just a small, absurd touches like that. And, and then like, him in the bathroom like, after the, it was just like, oh, "Yo, yeah." I was like, oh. "Yo," I was like, "My yeah. dude, uh, you ain't at home. You can't just do it. Like, you can't be getting your Jeffrey Tubin on, right? Like, um, bro, I've seen cool. people on that level, and I'm just gonna say. If I did not know that this was a satirical, surreal comedy, that wouldn't have been a joke. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you, know, look, you ain't at home. This ain't, your, this ain't your bathroom. Way worse stuff on True Blood. So. Uh, <laughs> way, way worse stuff on True Blood. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, God. Another, another show I've only seen one episode of. And, okay. You know, 
Well, at least you one episode of books. that. Just, just like when, read the books. When the I books saw it, I was like, I was, you know, because, you know, I need, I need my supernatural action. And when I wasn't mm-hmm. getting no blade action, I was just like, <laughs> so y'all just chilling out here? Man. I can't really describe X Seed or True Blood, but I know you like super horror. Like horror, there is a seed on True Blood where there's an action going on with Vampire Bill that was, how can I say, literally head turning. Uh, and yeah, okay. so it was like, that was disgusting. That was horrific. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, yeah, that was, you know, so I, I was looking at that. Now, I wanted to talk about them hands. I wanted to talk about that dinner. Yeah. Because, you know, um, I don't, I don't kick it in that social class, but I do know because of my studies with food that there are a whole bunch of dinners like that, you know, just with the, with the host going, yes, we are going to have this with this, but the way that you eat it is stand on your head and tie your ankles together. And then we're going to put a tube in your mouth. And this person with a hand pump is going to come by or something like that. So, and again, Mm -hmm. um, Shanice and Zosha, you know, sitting up going, man, this is some real beauty and the beast stuff. This, they all the way down with it. New experience. <laughs> this class is like, <laughs> I gotta be honest. When they put uh-huh. those blankets over the head, I thought it was about to be some, uh, I thought the ghost, the whiteness of the curse of whiteness is about to come back. I thought it was about <laughs> to be some crazy stuff, but it's like, oh, well, this is just, it is what it is. This is insane mm-hmm. enough. I don't know why the whole blanket or thing, whatever. <laughs> now, there like, are there are quite a few dishes where you do have to cover your head and kind of make a tent so you get all the smells and everything coming from the food for the experience. And so you don't I can smell just talking. fine. Let me, I don't need, I, don't, I can smell just good. I My nose right Different here. cultures, bro. Different, Before you know. I came to this, I was eating crawfish. I don't need no tent. We are three black men in the United (laughs) States, all right? Good food is the precursor to bonding and experiences with people, you know? We're sitting up over the crawfish and some ribs and and some greens, and we just eating and talking, eating and talking, eating and talking. That's what we do. But um, for a lot of the people at that crowd, they're just like, okay, I have paid $10,000 for this meal. I don't want to hear nothing. You ain't here. <laughs> you ain't here. You ain't here. Just then let, let, do let it me by yourself. Because I don't be, <laughs> see what happens when you close your eyes. See what happens. See what hey, happens. You get, now you got. Now yeah, you done you get chicken fried hands. hands. <laughs> you get chicken fried hands on a plate. I don't need to be locked up to enjoy high quality food. Or Homie or was drink. based in the joint too. He was like, <laughs> he was putting a little dots on the plate, little little garnish. And having the nerve to serve it with cornbread. <laughs> that's that that yeah, just, and you know that I'm cornbread. Like, I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. You know that corn, cornbread was not your auntie's cornbread, it was not good. You know that cornbread <laughs> was it was it was it was the cornbread you probably expected it to be. Like if you went there, they were like, Oh, this is real good cornbread. It's like it, it's really got something. <laughs> tastes like uncooked cornmeals, what it probably tastes like. Yo. <laughs> I saw some rice pudding in London one time, right? And I was like, oh, rice pudding. Like, yo, my great aunt makes this. Rice pudding's the bomb. No, it's not. 
Rule number one, it ain't supposed to be crunchy. Rule number two. <laughs> yeah, Nisa said, Nisa said cornbread look undercooked. Yep, you know what I'm saying? So Mm-mm. it looked like yeah. they put a lot, it looked like they mixed it with wheat flour because they were going for that golden brown thing and not dense, like you know, like we do it. Um, but yeah, so I and I do love their reaction when they found out they were eating hands. It was like, all right, not not this. We found where the bridge too far was. <laughs> Cause it was like beat a dude half to death with a baguette. Cool. I'm with it. Um Alexander Skarsgård dancing around saying they should get naked. All right, fine, whatever. Spit in a dude's face after calling the paparazzi on him. Cool. A real that was a real spit too. Like he was still dribbling on his beard. Like she she did a real spit. That won't digital spit. Yeah. All right. And it was was not it was not fake. Yeah. But then as soon as they saw that they were eating chicken fried hands, <laughs> chicken fried hands and half cooked cornbread, they were like, nah, son, I'm gone. <laughs> and I like it, it shot the scars go. He's just like, nah, what are they leave for? All right, what are these hands at? Like, they just he was like, mm, like y'all, like, like y'all missing out. Like we're missing out. Dude, you know what? <laughs> Even that man was the there. food server. You know, not the cook, but the server. She probably sprinkled a little crack on those plates too. <laughs> yeah, it, yo. It, so, um, okay, let's let's talk about your girl Shanice real quick. I was to Shanice being like, "Yo, look, like homie showed up. He had the robe and everything, stripped down to the swim trunks. Like he knew what he knew what was happening." And like Shanice was like, uh, he was like, you need some champagne? Like, nah, nah. I had two <laughs> bottles of powder powerade. I'm ready. Yeah. Honestly, Yo, that that was the she most meant business in shot. Yeah, that was the most artistic shot in um the whole episode. And my favorite, my favorite shot was Vanessa in the kitchen. I'm like, oh, that's meme stuff right there. But um, when they're just sitting up and you're looking at the reflection over Paris and she's like um and I'm like why are they doing this so long like why why are they lingering on the shot it's been like 45 seconds it's two bottles of Powerade you know like come on now two bottles two four bottles that's like that's like two liters of coke boy look and that was the best setup and payoff for that joke because I'm like okay all right all right, we're lingering really long, and then ah, ah, stop, stop. <laughs> like, Yo, look, so you got, hey, look, she she was like, look, you paying six thousand dollars. I got to make sure I give you what you need. You know, you got to get what you pay for. I mean, I mean imagine you spend six thousand dollars. It's just a, tr- a, 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 a drizzle. Are you, you saying want she's got the Tyler Perry work ethic? <laughs> <laughs> All jokes aside, though, and you know whatever your kink is or whatever, if you are the person providing this service, be careful out there because uh, me and Mark actually was talking about this and I can't say too much on your air or whatever, but he knew a friend who actually was overseas who went and did the thing or there was a story, uh, not going too much, but it mm-hmm. kind of went left and it wasn't no fin- friend- friendly thing. Yeah. Okay, so be careful of the human trafficking. Possibly. Yeah. Get your paper. Um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Get your paper. 
But yeah, a good a lot, um, a good amount of sex workers that I've met over the course of my life, when they go overseas, they always get an extra three, four thousand dollars for their bouncer. You know, just just you know, they're the accountability buddy. Yes. <laughs> you know, sitting up going, no, 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 that's Ron. Well, Ron is holding a crowbar. Yes, he is holding a crowbar. So let me just <laughs> do this whole thing. Need somebody to throw them, you know. Uh-huh. That's all I'm saying. But like moving moving on from that. <laughs> but yeah, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You got, she came she came through. All right. Do pay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All I know is uh y'all in a hotel, I assume, right? So mm. you know, shouts out, shouts out to the, the hospitality crew. Cause you just work <laughs> you just work and minding your business, right? All right. He put down a little baby piece of tart. Bruh, do it in the bathtub. Now I got to come in here. I come in here to real... It's soggy, all right? It's straight yes. full soggy, all right? And I'm, I'm yeah. trying to clean up. I'm like, what's this smell? I know we can't have pets in here. What's going on? Right now, Mike, because one day we're going to have to go just Burger, the Burger King stories. <laughs> oh, God. You know, I've had to clean up some foolishness in Yo. the bathroom. Oh. I've cleaned up some public bathrooms before, yeah. and I want to dispel this uh, this myth that women are cleaner than men because they're not. I'm let you know, whoever using those public bathrooms, because <laughs> I've been there. I've seen. I've seen it. <laughs> Y'all next. <laughs> Y'all need help. <laughs> See, I mean, yeah, these bathrooms be dirty. But I ain't, I ain't throwing shade on nobody in I'm regards to all that. Every- no, I'm throwing shade on everybody who used male there. or female in the damn bathroom working that are working. Now I'm I'm talking I ain't throwing shade on either gender because um I don't know what happened with Generation X and younger, but we got this idea that when when it ain't ours, when we ain't at home, we can, I've seen people do any old kind of stuff like this ain't my house. Yeah. You know, this ain't my house. <laughs> do whatever. It my job now, but luckily, thank God, I'm not on the janitorial staff. Bro, but yeah, um, because yeah, when I was young, I would get uh, tickets for hopping on the bus without paying, and they give you like a ticket, like a speeding ticket type of thing. And instead of um, instead of paying it, I would do community service. But my community service was always janitorial duty at whatever school I was going to. And wow, <laughs> just plain. I am very, very happy that I only had one, one kid. Because as a teenager, cleaning up them bathrooms, I'm like, I get like again at a middle school and a high school, and I'm just sitting up going, "Is the economy so bad that nobody's mama or grandmama?" Can teach them nothing. Like, is this what you do at home? <laughs> it makes you want to take that mop handle and just start hitting random people. <laughs> just beating people. The up shift with like, didn't ah. start until after school was closed. But yeah, I'm just I'm sitting up going, but what? Why? Why? That's my question. What? Why is there toilet paper on the ceiling? Why is that? <laughs> I'll say this: those that job made me motivated to. Finish and graduate on time. And <laughs> I am going to finish that college degree. 
I was like, nah, we got to get I, look. I remember the manager coming back in the back where the bathrooms were at uh, Food Lion, which is a grocery store. It's just like Vons or whatever, Vons, mm-hmm. Ralph's, Kroger, whatever. And I was literally hosing down the bathroom. And he was like, why are you do?" I'm like, oh, no, you, you need to see this. I was like, you need to see. I, there's a reason I'm hosing this down because this, this, no. He was like, did you take the ammonia and the bleach and the, all these cleaning products from the aisles? Yes. All right. <laughs> yes, I did. You wanted me to clean this? I was like, I was like, that cheap stuff y'all be getting, it ain't going to work. Yeah, it's almost like that old sitcom joke where somebody where the new guy, you know, oh, it's your first day. So your first day, you got to go clean the bathroom. They walk into the bathroom at the bodega. They come out one second later going, I quit. <laughs> Just leave. It's, like, it's nah. like, yeah, today is a hose. Tomorrow's a sandblaster. All right. Yo, if it ends up like this again, I'm just going to keep escalating until I hit flamethrowers because this ain't my job. Hot grease and hot sh- <laughs> I, all right one time i'm in new york i'm out of my business just chilling i'm at I, i'm at i'm at this little shindig i go to the bathroom it's a public bathroom oh it's the it's their bathroom over there i open the door and there's like this thin layer of just water over the floor or or liquid i looked <laughs> at the floor and i was just like i'm yeah. cool yeah, yeah. I can hold this. Oh. <laughs> I, I lose when, when your bathroom is looking like the bathroom streets of rage four. I Thank you. I don't even need to nah. use it. I'm yeah. like, nah, man. I'm cool. And you know what? Um, I can wait, Tyler. I've been trying to ignore you this whole time, but I have been to China, and on one level. The hood is the hood is the hood is the hood. I don't care where you are on the planet. But 90% of the bathrooms I went to in China, they were clean. <laughs> they were really clean. Now, I was there with a sports team, but you know, bathrooms are clean. So that, that was all cool. So don't they be like, oh, no, y'all ain't never seen no. no Chinese bathrooms. You think that's you think that's dirty? Nah, son. Nah. Whatever Tyler is saying, I don't care what the bathroom is. I don't want to see it. I don't, bro, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know who it is. I didn't see enough. <laughs> yeah. So um, now earlier, uh, I'm trying to think, trying to see who asked. Uh, Nisa said, "So did that mean that Candace lost lost this client, or that she ch- changed her mind about sex work?" I guess she was just like, "Hey, look, I'm gonna hold down my girl. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I'm gonna hold down That's my girl awesome. right now. I'm every woman. You know what I'm saying? It's all in me and my girl. <laughs> me. You know what I'm saying? And um, so, and the second thing." Based on how the client reacted, he didn't know what Candace looked like anyway. Yep. Because when Shanice showed up, it was just like, all right, this is what this is what's gonna happen. So she just sent somebody in her stead and probably split the money with her. Yep. You know, she he just need that slip and slide. All right. If he got six thousand, he took off his slippers on that joint. All right. Uh There's (laughs) There's more money to come. Yeah. So literally, (laughs) it's just like, all right, look. I can't make it to this gig, but you stand in for me. We split the profits and I'll hook you up with another one later. I mean, it's that yeah. simple. Or more like, hey, girl, I'm running late for work. Clock in for me. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, man. Don't get you know. caught. Don't get caught clocking somebody in, boy. <laughs> it's going to be rough. 
that is the lewis hilarious that is public (laughs) oh man it just you know you know just lay down some tarp just a little bit of tarp and like you know it's gonna roll off the edge like what that's why i would not mind a series with candace and her shenanigans because just to even it has a part of it because there's a lot of foolishness that can happen even yeah, if it's the, just in a lap. But the thing <laughs> is, though, I think that would be an expensive show to do because she's always dropping names of actual celebrities in the real oh, world. So yeah. they would have to hire basketball players and oh. rappers and all that stuff. Well, maybe stuff. if it's and just one day of shooting, it can kind unless, of go, yeah, get it done. Unless they just make up other ones just, for the show. Just make them up. Just yeah, because, you know. Like Justin Bieber, cause, like they do with Justin Bieber. Yeah, because I do it like you that one actor did not get what Justin Bieber would have asked for. No. no, no. (laughs) Because not, you know, nowadays it'd be harder to like most of them most of them cast can't act anyway. So you don't really want Yeah. I mean (laughs) just just go with the absurdity of this is such and such. Yeah. I mean, you know Don't get me wrong, I was kind of hoping that who she flew to France to pee on was going to be coded to, to look like R. Kelly. You know, but this is this why I'm not a writer for Atlanta. Cause I would have made him, uh, I would have gotten an actor to look like uh, Robert and I would have ended the show on, uh, on that same shot, but the ending music would have been on uh, waterfalls by TLC. That that's just me. <laughs> I don't think you know. I have no more to say on the <sighs> I seen a rainbow <laughs> yesterday, yeah. boy. Huh? You have hit the TNT on it. So, it is. I, I, think, I think we've been focusing so much on this because we really <clears throat> have been avoiding the actual breakdown. Because when Van broke in the kitchen, that was painful. It was. That, that well, I mean, was we covered painful. it. But I mean, if you want to go back, I, I yeah, assume we I mean, covered that, it. But I mean... Yeah, I mean, that was seriously it. I mean, it, it really was the, um, you know, the screaming, the breaking, and it was almost like she was coming out of a fugue state, you know, because, you know, when she was just in those tears, screaming for her kid, um, not, you know, the what am I doing here? Where am I at? And I'm just like, I don't know if that's a breakthrough or a breakdown, but either way, something's breaking. I can well, see I mean, both. I think the yeah, issues are breaking. She broke. She broke down some more to realize, like, I am not even living my own life. Like, I am pretending to be somebody else, but I don't even like who I am, or I don't even know who I am. Yeah. And, you know, it could also be. I, I wonder if I'm not reaching, but since not kind of similar to last last episode, but since Van is also part European and she's been living in Atlanta for like a long period of time. Yeah. Like her she's part German. So she's always been kind of confused living in America or not. I say confused, but no there, her, there is like, a like, yeah there is a, a dichotomy there, a, a conflict. Um, because Oktoberfest she was so happy to kind of be around her family mm-hmm. for that period of time and it like it made her visibly happy. But you know she was kind of depressed before that. But she was happier at that point, point in time. But you know, because she was kind of getting on. It was a fun. I love that episode because she was getting on 
nerd. Because, like, sometimes Van can be the, you can say the villain, if you will. <laughs> like, kind of also the episode when uh, Ern took her to to the restaurant. Bruh. I think Someone, yeah, and he kept getting upsold on the meal. Yeah, like, can't do this in front of Van, but he's like, You're killing me, you're killing my pockets. Stop, Yo. yeah, I, yeah, that one. I'm just like, Oh man, um, like, like don't make me drink by myself, then we going Dutch, you know. But um, I'm just saying this, I would have had, I would have had to piss Van off real. I'd be like, Look here, nice white lady, I'm broke, okay, I got this. <laughs> Right, Tell me right. the goddamn prices. Get out of my face. I cannot um, do it. I am poor. Now, in truth, <laughs> I in that episode, I appreciated how he handled it. Especially when he found out he wasn't going to bed with her that night. It was just like, you know, when he was um when he opened up the champagne, drank it by himself, and reported his card stolen. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yep. That was that little dig. But he almost got Paperboy killed, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in all fairness, so did Darius. <laughs> that was honestly, I think, one of my favorite punchlines of the whole show, too. That whole, um, mm. oh, you forgot the key. Well, we got a solution for that. <laughs> and then they come back the later. And <laughs> see, we can just put everything in the briefcase and everybody can go their good way. I'm like, oh, man. And me, I mean, mm-hmm. but the Migos did kill a guy in the forest. Though, so. Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Again, it was perfect setup. It really was perfect setup. Um, I cannot get over how amazingly good the writing on this show is. I really can't. I was mad that I missed last week. Yeah, because <laughs> in truth, and y'all already know this, I probably wouldn't have passed the test from last week. You know. Oh no, man! Don't say yourself short. Sure. Oh, no, no, no. I know me. I I know me. Like, number one, yeah. Four things that go good with Hennessy. Yeah. Ice, water, air, and (laughs) nothing. (laughs) Um, Or, and grandmama, you know. Um, Well, remember, it's a a, a test. I wouldn't have been there. Like, all the questions, it's a test. All the questions got to rack up. Like, I don't drink. I don't know what goes with Hennessy. Yeah, you know. I would have been able to make a beat with the pencil. I am dying to know what was the question for Essence Fest. I got <laughs> oh yeah, like, so many questions that can be an answer for Essence Fest. Yeah, I when he said know. white Grady though, that, that was funny. But, that that was good. Uh, I, I do <laughs> so, gotta say, I know I wasn't here last week, but I do gotta say, man, it's well, good news, son. Getting shot by the police—that's the blackest thing you can do. I'm like. Oh man, that hurt. He was like, "Thank you, sir." <laughs> Yo, I love when he came out. He was like, "My school." It's like, I mean, yeah, but like you just got it, man. Like, stop. It's not like your school yet. It's like, did the did the check clear? Like he he came out. He came out in his robe. Like he rushed out in the middle of the night <laughs> with a neon light. <laughs> Honestly, the thing that got me was he came out in the robe in the middle of the night with stacks. <laughs> That's yeah, the part right. that got me. You right. You know. He running around like the Monopoly man, bro. Just, just like the Monopoly man. Right. Take, <laughs> taking a white Grady. You mean Emery? White Grady. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but with, with that said, we've been here. You know, we've been here chopping up for a minute. I want to throw it to the throw it to the cast of uh, criminals over here. Don't just play. 
final thoughts. Final thoughts. What y'all? What y'all think? What final thoughts? I'm gonna let you go, Solo. Okay. You want me to go? Yeah, oh, I was, I was gonna oh, say. Oh, and uh, final thoughts, and where can they find you? Okay, well, I'll, I'll go. I won't be long. Uh, uh, final thoughts of this season. Um, I probably still be like, it's this show keeps giving me. I feel like I can do another episode just to talk about season three in its entirety. The stuff again that uh, uh, Donald Glover's brother Stephen Glover been doing a lot of interviews to kind of like again talk about it. And he really don't give a damn what you people. Including myself, think he don't care <laughs> if he pisses you off. Like he literally do not, and it's just kind of like, like we already know, got our check. <laughs> show's over, but uh, you know, I I enjoyed it. Uh, yes, I would say I still wish that it would have been a normal ending with everybody, but you know what? They kind of was. They kind of just don't give a damn, and it's like you know what. Hey, Ern is doing good, kinda, because we did, because I guess to lead into the the Marvel universe type of ending where he got White Ern's bag and they, they insisted that he got it, and they zoomed in the picture. I go, I like, are they about to do some crazy? It showed yeah. over, but they're like, no. But they lingered on it so long to let you know that hey, this dude, he, we said it. When is he gonna pop up again? He popped up again at the last scene of this season. I want to believe it carries over. It may have nothing to do with next uh, next season. It might have just been a nice cap and touch to say, hey, Curse of Whiteness, did you learn something? I feel like they're just saying, did you learn something this season? We don't give a damn if you liked it, but did you learn something? And did you enjoy the ride? Were you thrilled and were you not entertained? And I was entertained. Were you not entertained? So, you know, it's like, it's kind of a a FU attitude, I kind of appreciate it because they ain't gonna be more. And for people to harp on, oh, they like what it used to be. What Atlanta was, and I realize it when you go back to episode one, a dude offered a man a Nutella sandwich and then jumped off the bus at the end of it. Nothing has been normal about this show. <laughs> Stop it. There's no normalcy. <laughs> like, they meant to break that fourth wall in reality, and it got more absurd each and every time they do it. So I appreciate them for it, but I am concerned if this is foretelling for Earn. And mm. I would be shocked if somebody dies at the end of the uh, the series or something. Mm. There's okay, okay. been a lot of foreshadowing for that. You know, you can uh, find me at www.blerd-ish.com that's blurs.com Got a sale actually going right now, a flash sale, but it comes back next week. Uh, I just put up the updated sales uh, link up there. Shout out to my homie Kendra. She's like the model this month. Uh, she bought some shirts, put it on there. She's repping with a My Hero shirt. I'm wearing a shirt myself right now. It's a little messed up beat. But any which way, uh, check it out. And of course, Nerd Soul Jr. He got some shirts. I got to put him on for another month or put him in the cover, if you will, as a model with shirts. So I appreciate y'all. And uh, I had a great time talking to Atlanta this year. And, uh, you know, it's just something that we can talk about for today. So check it out. And I'm going to pass it to Solar right now. All right. So final thoughts. Um, final thoughts on this season is 
in truth, I think that this is my favorite season of Atlanta so far, except, except that I want more. <laughs> I, I'm serious. Yeah. I, I want like another three episodes. Um, man, I'm no. He just bounced. <laughs> um, Here we go. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, the the writing on this was amazing. The filmmaking, like the cinematography, um, the cinematography on this um, season was the best it has been so far. I think it comes from, um, I think it really comes from the new environment because um, Atlantis has been used so much by so many shows and so many movies that getting back to Paris, I can see um the director and the cinematographer wanted to take a lot from french new wave and french nouveau film and i saw that a lot and that was real cool i was uh, i was really happy with the filmmaking on this um and i really love the fact that only half the episodes were about the standard cast um i thought that was a great way of shaking up like giving the viewers something that they didn't expect because it might not be the characters and the stories that we are used to, but it is still definitively Atlanta. You know, yes. I mean, yeah. there you can't see um, a kid getting touched in the face by his grandfather, getting sold into slavery from the hippie Thelma and Louise on any other show, <laughs> you know? Or a judgmental yeah. picture of the woman who's actually raising your kids coming to you from beyond the grave. Like that you're you're not gonna find that on any other show. Like banging on Atlanta your door. Is, <laughs> yeah. Rap, is, rap, rapping on the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I mean the ghost that killed himself and led yeah. some of the best opening speeches ever about the curse of whiteness. You just yes. never gonna get that anywhere else. Yeah, exactly. I mean. The episode this season, um, number one, I was all in on Paperboy doing the psychotropics in Prague. And I'm like, that's exactly what one of those trips is like. Oh, my God, is that Liam Neeson? Hold on, hold on, wait a minute. And then that epiphany of like, who owns my masters? What's going on with my life that I should know about that I don't know about because I haven't been bothered to look? I'm like, oh, that was amazing um and um yeah i mean this this entire season was masterful with the way that they handled most of the standard crew and the way that they handled the anthology type stories but at no point did it not feel like i was watching atlanta it's it's i'm putting it on that same level of black mirror you know what i mean where you're looking at black mirror and you watching black mirror what you gonna get you gonna get Black Mirror. I don't know what I don't know what it's gonna be this episode. Yeah, but it's gonna be something. And um, yeah, honestly, I I really really loved this season. And like, um, we all very busy men, but I always made it a point to watch Atlanta as soon as it drops. It's been that good this season. Um. And not just because I'm tired of waiting on Donald Glover to bring out the next season. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, do better. You're making us look bad. Um, <laughs> you know, it was the same thing with the boondocks that what should have taken nine months took three years. So 
Um, but yeah, this this um this season was amazing. It really was. It was amazing artistically, experientially, and the funniest season so far. I have laughed out loud more in this season than I have with the other two. And that includes <clears throat> dropping bars about you two or about you who and people getting run over by an invisible car after the club. <laughs> you yep. know, I mean, seriously. Um it's still so, yeah. Time. <laughs> Yo. Is that in there promoter? Oh my God. I yeah. was so happy. <laughs> I was I was like, yes. Like you slap me with money. That boy gonna be a star one day. Uh-huh. <laughs> and of course, yeah, the real rapper came in and bought the whole bar. So we don't have any liquor for anybody else. So y'all gotta go home. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, consequences. Mm. You know. Um, so yeah, looking at all that, this season I gotta say is my favorite. Um, and it really tied into the theme that I can see what Donald Glover said he wanted from this show was he wanted this show to feel like black PTSD because all of us have it and you know uh cultural post-traumatic stress disorder with the hallucinations with the unrealness um and he did that and they did it in such a way that it merits re-watching and mm, okay. I'm not a big fan of shows that are one and done you know I y'all y'all should know me by now if there are layers and I got to watch every episode three or four times and I'm still finding some other deeper meaning or some connection to something else at a different time, I'm all in. That That is how I engage with this visual medium. Um, so yeah, this one, I think if this was a record, right? If, if these guys were a band, this is... This season is that album where Atlanta really found its feet. It found its voice. It says what it wants to do. And again, it is more Atlanta than any other season has been. And so I'm hoping that they ride that, you know, like, like really, really ride that. You know what I mean? Like this is the, this is the paid in full album. The, the, from Eric B and Rakim, the paid in full or the follow the leader of Atlanta. You know what I mean? So yeah, just, what up? What up? So, my question is: Do y'all think this? Do you, like I know I asked about spinoff. Do y'all think there will be a spinoff, or you think that Donald Glover is gonna be like, "I'm done"? We're, well, we watch I, it. I think he's, he's done. Fine with it. Well, he's done. that is a really interesting question that <laughs> you can find the answer if you go to twitch.tv slash bid underscore p <laughs> Monday through Friday. <laughs> at 3 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, and that's uh, where I do most of my streaming. And we talk about story structure, D&D, comic books, all the geeky art stuff that we get into from uh, 3D design, 3D printing, Dungeons and Dragons, comic books, cosplay, LARPing, sword fighting, archery, sometimes even fire breathing. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, come on down and we can discuss that at um ad nauseum. That's, see, what's, up, that's what's up. I can do segues. I'm, I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna hold y'all. All right. I'm, I'm not gonna hold you. I'm just gonna say, thank you guys for hanging with us this season. Thank, thank you so much. Y'all, y'all really uh made me happy. 
that we were able to come together under the banner of Atlanta, not hate one another, not beat each other down, but laugh about the craziness that goes on in this show and how it sadly and strangely and hilariously connects to the lives that we all lead. Wait, you had this salt genius, and pepper wet for lunch? This this genius, You had the lemon pepper wet? <laughs> this, <laughs> this show will not be seen for its genius until it's done. And about five years after it's done, then we'll have all these people writing about how great it was. When, when we can go back to their Twitter and see they was hating on it at the time. But I will say this. <sighs> Donald Glover is a master at the craft of film. Straight, this team, I don't care what they do. Just do do something else. Do do something else new. Yeah. This team, y'all look, y'all got this. Like, just find something new, do it. Cause they they got some skills. Like his brother, uh um, was it Hideo or Hideo? I can't remember yeah, the um, uh yeah, hero. the uh the director. Um hero, yeah. sorry, hero. Um Man, come on now. Like, I just pick whatever y'all want to do and go make it dope. So, of course, with that said, we might talk about Atlanta one more time. But for right now, we're going to go about you, you, you going to come, you going to, oh, here, here come the co host. But cut the check, give them something, anything. <laughs> But uh, N-E-R-D, S-O-U-L, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all them places. Hit that thumbs up if you like what you see. You know what I'm saying? Hit, hit that thumbs up. Help a brother out. All right. Share this stream. Subscribe. All right. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, podcast, all that. Just. Look, I'm doing things. Support. Yeah. Su- support your boy. All right. Support. All right. Share and- the videos. <laughs> y'all, see the, y'all see the links below. Uh, Twitch. You got Blurdish.com. Check those guys out. Get yourselves some dope black comics, which y'all going to see in a second. We got Halo this weekend, Young Justice this weekend. We got Kendrick Lamar's new album this weekend. We got probably some more gaming. I've been, I've been, I've been you know, up on some Guilty Gear. I might bust out some Rev 2. I might play Strive and Rev 2 this weekend. I'll, I'll think, you know what I'm saying? Because people got to get, I got to hit people with the chop socket. You know what I'm saying? Okay, you know, hey. Come up in here, you got to go hey. there. We got some con, con videos. Thank you. Oh, thank you, by the way, for those oh, edits, man. Yeah, we man, got con right. videos on the channel. Go in there, uh, mm-hmm. Tell them about it, uh, uh, Keith. Uh, basically, um, I do a lot of videos. Like when I go to a con, I went to Fan Expo in New Orleans in January, and I went to the 10th anniversary CypherCon shots of people in Lake Charles, Louisiana, and just took pictures, videos with, with a lot of artists. Like, I don't really do, like, first of all, I'm going to just tell you straight up. I don't pay money to go talk to celebrities. I don't. I go see artists that I like. I just, oh, this famous dude sitting there just chop, blah, 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 blah. I can watch that anytime. Well, I want to see his artists and what they do and some of my fellow vendors. And honestly, for me, Going to Artist Alley, seeing dope creators, the writers right there, you know, who, if they guess or not, but who are approachable, 
that mm. to me is the meat of the con and that's mm-hmm. where you fall in love with it and you fall in love and your fandoms and different stuff and go see the work you know if you if you're a toy collector if you like anime manga you know the old traditional comic books whatever you know we saw a glimpse of that at fan expo and you can even see some crazy mashups of some geeky and geeky stuff you know, <laughs> look man in new orleans you just get some stuff got some people out there it's crazy but uh you have you see some stuff and different things so i appreciate mike for putting that hard work in i have i don't do no editing myself because i am not a director (laughs) ridiculous when i do it real high was filmed in real life i'm gonna go back and find the links for all the videos where you even see uh mike uh the dude from walking dead merle or whatever or what was his name but uh yondu uh, oh yeah! Oh, Michael Roker. Talking about working on uh, on stage, one of the contestant, one of the people. <laughs> wow! So all that went on too. So it's craziness. <laughs> yeah. So and you know, I gotta I gotta disagree with Jenna James. Um, uh, or who was it? Who was it out here in the chat? Uh, yeah, I gotta disagree with Jenna James. I don't think that Feige needs to let Donald and Hero do Deadpool. I think they should do the Fantastic Four or Doctor Strange 3 with Nightmare as the villain because they are good at the surreal. They're, they're good at the, all right, this is a bit strange. And that, that's kind of what, what, what they're missing. Or, you know, if DC lets I'll them do Doctor Fate, I'm all the way in. I want them to do something, take a normal character, and then put their touch on it. I would like to see them do an actual black character, like if they needed to do, oh, uh, icon or trash it. Well, they're they're <laughs> in, the, in the Disney house, so they're not going to. Really do mm. uh, you know, they got that talent deal with Disney. Ooh, then they, should, Atlanta, they, they should. Then they should do the reboot of Luke Cage. You know yeah, what? They... Good job. That's a good. That's a good thought. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, or Blue Marvel. Yeah, Blue Marvel or Luke, actually now Blue Marvel's a little. A little conservative for what they do, but yeah, Luke Cage. I can see them doing Luke Cage. And I, and yeah, I'll Luke Cage. I'll, touch. I'll agree <laughs> with Jenna because that that script that he dropped, like, just imagining would, that animated, I was like, yo, let him do Deadpool. D, DG would have DG would have held that down. In fact, so, go back and let them do the animated version of Deadpool. Like they should let them do that show. And it can be part of the multiverse because they already got what is. I could see them doing X Men too. I I could see them doing X Men. Anyway, we got to get up out of here because yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So we got to go. So love all y'all. Say love all y'all. Love all y'all. Support your boy. Yep, support your boy. Support. <laughs> support. Are you going? You going to tell him bye? Ah, not yet. Babes. You, you getting too? You getting too? You too excited? Mm-hmm. You going? You going to say bye? Bye. I say love all y'all. Love all y'all. All right, Jenna James, Tyler Bennett, Nisa, average black guy, Deliberated Dorsey. I mean, Deliberated Dolphin. You know, <laughs> the old name. Uh, other people, and look, I probably miss you. Nerds also come in chocolate. Dope name. <laughs> so we out. You ready to go? You ready? Oh. I say say peace. Peace. Oh. <laughs> we out, y'all. We out.
the man, yeah, I said to kill the bear, bear handed so the people won't forget it. Huh. Getting money for I would label the drink. I don't care what a broke nigga thinks. Look, everything I do so cold, I can do this. Both eyes closed, too short. I stay on my toes. Bought that quad boy, anything goes. Help the bearers, we outside. Help the bearers, we outside. Still tipping, baby, nothing changed. I'm still grinding over here, yeah. Still sliding through my own lane. There's already nothing funny over here. Dallas rain everywhere. Dream to get money, made it through the storm, living sunny. Dreams came true, now we eating. I got more dreams to chase, gotta reach them. Uh, trying to put a team together like the Hunger Games. Everybody grind together, we all get